Hi, I'm Marlon. I'm from Detroit. I'm going to read some poems. Um, this first one, it felt fitting, as it is about Abraham Lincoln, or rather a statue thereof, and uses footnotes as a side. So given the craft talk this morning, it seemed like the right thing to do. Emancipation Memorial. Under your hand, a crouching slave, footnote, excuse me, former slave, almost naked, commemorating the proclamation that set the slaves free, footnote, citation needed. You stand tall, a hero, captain, emancipator. You are the man in the memorial with a name. This nameless slave crouched, looking forward, not at you, not at that hand, extending what? Blessing? Acknowledgement? I'll tell you what it's not doing. Offering itself to help him up, your hand on paper, his on ground, knees on ground, your full jacket, his chin up, back arched, bare and greening, oxidizing in the sun, rain under your shadow, still enslaved the day after the proclamation, and still down on a knee in our memory of you. Um, a lot of people have been asking me how I feel about living in Ann Arbor um, since I'm in the program at U of M. Uh, the second section of this poem, I think, um, speaks to that. <laughs> Our names, one. She says there are so many people here. After confusing me with a different black person here at this West Coast Swing dance weekend, so confused and disappointed that I'm not, in fact, this other person that I look nothing like, after asking me, where then is this other person? <laughs> like, I should know. Like, we are too many things with our own names for you. Too inconvenient. Too much dark skin invading your space. Like, she doesn't know this bastard dance was lifted from black bodies. Like, can't shit belong to us. Not even our names. Two. I arrive at a Black Lives Matter rally on campus in Ann Arbor when three white boys show up next to me. From where we're watching across the square, the boys try to identify a girl who is active in the rally. That's her, one says, the one with the, the don't shoot sign. She waved at me. Presumably, it's a girl they know from class. They're in such disbelief to see a person they know so actively be a part of something like this. It can't be her, can it? They turn away and one says, all African Americans, I don't hear the last part, but I heard that first part clear enough. I know how this one goes. It's easier to eat the meat if the thing doesn't have a name, if you can't recognize its face. Um, so both of those, the first poem is a very old poem. The second one's pretty recent. Um, but this one is part of a series I'm working on while I'm here in Vermont. Um, each poem is based on an entry from the Pokédex, which for those of you who don't know, is basically the encyclopedia for Pokemon. You go to each Pokemon and it has the number and a brief description. Um, this one is based on the Pokemon Drowsy. <laughs> there are also so far sections that, um, one's about Charmander, one about Clefairy, and one about Kadabra. This one starts, 
If you think you had a good dream, but you can't remember it, a drowsy has probably eaten it. Pokédex entry number 96. <coughs> Recently, I find myself wishing for drowsies many mornings when the dream is the only thing present. That and the headache. Feel free to take these. These moments of well-intended but misguided and way too defensive white people fucking shit up. The actions of family even more fucked than what's happened in real life. The cars, shit, the cars, the broken accelerator, the loose steering wheel, the brakes that stop working. I wake and tell myself I'll never drive another car again. But you can fix this. Stand over me and suck the electricity from between my brain synapses out from my nose and into yours. Take my pain and make it your nutrition. Digestion. Let this be a symbiosis. It's okay. I offer you the good dreams too. Take it as my gratitude. Last night, I dreamed I was pulled over by a cop and already I knew this one would be a nightmare thought, I'll never drive another car again. I don't remember why they were arresting me, but it doesn't really matter. We know it doesn't matter. Next I knew I was on the floor, padded down, forced into handcuffs. I could not understand the aggression. I asked why and they couldn't tell me. They pulled out a knife and sawed off my limbs, one by one. I've never heard myself scream like that like the fate of the world depended on the shrieking volume. I hoped someone would hear and come save me. No limbs and still, I had a gun pointed at my face, waited for the splatter, a collage of my final prayer painting the asphalt. But you could stop this, drowsy. I wish these thoughts on no one, neither this fear, this lack of rest, but at least you don't have context for this. You don't know the history of this country, this violence. Hell, I'm pretty sure there aren't even any black people in Canto. Come in through the window. I'll leave it open. Lie on my back with my nose pointed to the ceiling. Sleep and wait for you to give the gift of your taking. Okay, so this is the last poem. Um, this one is also fairly recent, but is more of a final draft that I wrote before. Um, trigger warning for non-consensual sexual violence. Um, it's called Portrait of My Country. <coughs> America holds you down while he fuck you. Better yet, tie you up without asking. Better yet, handcuffs. He say, get on the floor and don't resist. Insist you stop resisting, even if you already dead. America make you lie still and quiet. Tell you don't cause fuss, just take the stabbing. America got a dick like a nightstick. Expect you say thank you after. Bring you in the room even when you ain't asked to be brought. Tell you it an opportunity. America say get over it, but don't forget his greatness though. And when he done, he don't realize what he done or maybe he do and I'm not sure which worse. America make plans without asking you first, because he assume you free. Tonight and always, free and always so proud of him. America replaced the leather whip with pistol. 
scream, say my name, in bed, at baseball games, at school, every morning, whenever you buy anything, when you come back home, he think he's slick and sweet as honey, but you don't want to call this home no more. Two. I love my country like I love the greased hands pulling at my scalp to arrange afro into two tight braids, so tight they lifted my eyebrows into McDonald's double arches. So tight it hurt to sleep, even with just a pillow against my head, the inability to soothe the itch, dream just out of reach. This isn't about the braids, their pain and beauty it's about shit people see look pretty and neat, but don't know the pain we experience behind it. At some point, I decided it wasn't worth it anymore. I cut my hair. Three. Playground bully who brag and beat up the other kids because he know how much cowardice lies under that muscle. America, you beast to my beauty. But too far gone, the roses all wilted and already fallen. I did not consent to this. Ain't it pretty how we learn to be proud of so much ugly? How the ugly so proud he tricks folks without even needing a mask. America, you bone saw through my femur, you needle in my arm. Drunk tattoo of an ex who promised me everything but meant it for someone else. Thank you.